Welcome to the Irish Expat Podcast. In today's bonus episode, we'll be covering Lake Como. We'll be chatting about why we went to Lake Como, transport, accommodation, food and fun, the value for money, and some overall tips from Italian residents if you're planning on visiting Italy. Hi, I'm Jane. And I'm Cormac. And welcome to the Irish Expat Podcast. We've been on the road for over a year traveling the lengths and breadth of Italy. Season one is all about our travels from the southern city of Naples to Lake Garda in the north. We'll be giving our best tips and tricks and talking about our highlights and mistakes. And how we've ended up moving to Florence. Make sure you're subscribed and if you like this episode then please give us a five-star review. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at altliving and find out more about us on altliving.com. Well, how are you? How are you, Jane? Another bonus episode. Back again. And why is it a bonus episode? Because it's short as hell. <laughs> yeah, we only stayed there for two nights. So oh, yes. We don't have a lot of info, but we'll we give you... We saw two towns. <laughs> we did see two towns, so it's not like the big Lake Garda episode. Nope. <laughs> if you haven't listened to that, then please go and listen to it. Uh, but there's a reason why we've been to Lake Garda so many times. And why we've only been to Lake Como once. Because we love Lake Garda? Yes. yes. <laughs> maybe we don't love Lake Como as Not much. as much. No, no. So to talk about some fun facts first, uh, Lake Como supposedly has its very own lake monster Ooh. called Lario. So instead of Nessie, it's Lario. <laughs> um, Mussolini was executed on its shores in 1945, which I did not know about before we went. And now I'm absolutely raging because I wasn't planning a return to Lake Como. But now I'm like, I really want to go to that. So Yeah, because they have like a site basically where the plaque is there where, where he was hung. Yeah, so that, that'd that be mad. That, that'd be pretty cool. Um, you know, Lake Como is also the capital of Italy's silk production. Yeah, so apparently is, you know, some some Italians robbed some Chinese monks back in the 6th century. So yeah. That's, that's that's good crack. That's what happens. And well, of course, you know, the amount of A-listers the world knows that have come to Lake Como and stayed, such as George Clooney, Madonna, Richard Branson, Sylvester Stallone, Gianna Versace, and soccer legend Ronaldinho. Yeah, well, we so, did we did see George Clooney's house. We did, yeah. It's on the way up from Co- the town of Como up the lake. So awesome. I, I'm sure there was plenty of other houses that we saw. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites was the house where they filmed some of the Casino Royale movies, the James Bond movies. Oh, they were yeah, really that was really cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was the exact house. It was really cool. Yeah, and also in like Como, the, the that same house has been used in like uh, in a lot of movies. Yeah, yeah in so many places. Uh, in succession namely. in succession yeah. as well yeah um but yeah so we didn't spot that i think that house is slightly further up the lake apparently we did pass it but i didn't see it so i don't believe them um, <laughs> uh so transport um we came from florence obviously because we're living here now so we got the train from florence to milan and then it's a one-hour train from milan you have to stop off in monza to get to switch over to go to como but it takes about an hour from milan so hmm. Um, not too bad at all for a lake up the north. So yeah, used... any of you, any of you wonderful F one Formula One fans, yeah, Monza is one of the the Grand Prix of of Europe, and um, so yeah, Lake Como isn't far away at all. So you could always, you know, do a double trip, go to the F one, spend loads of money, then like go to Lake Como with and your girlfriend. And if anybody that rich is listening, please, please send us some money. Send us tickets to the F one. I mean money. What? <laughs> uh, well actually I'd go to the well no I wouldn't I'd no, go to Lake Como we'd, we'd sell the tickets for profit <laughs> we would for sure <laughs> um, 
But yeah, so the boats are, if you listen to our like Garda episode, boats are very similar where there are an awful lot of boats that serve the north part, part of the lake and then the south part of the lake. And then there's um, high speed ones, maybe five times a day that serve the length of the lake. So yeah, just so bear that in mind. Lake Como is kind of like a Y shape. Yes. So, well, like an upside down Y. Yeah, upside down Y, sorry. So we were staying on the left hand, bottom hand side in, yeah. in Como itself. Um, I don't know why we, well, we know why we decided to go to Como. Yes, indeed. Why did we go? We went there because my friends were going there. Yes. Yeah. So what, you gave me two weeks notice? <laughs> About that. Yeah. About that. <laughs> so yeah, Cormac was like, my two friends are going to Lake Como. We like, oh, I'd love to go up and meet them. And then I saw how long it would take to get up there. And I was like, ah, oh, Jesus, well, we're at least staying the night. And then when I looked at the prices, which we'll talk about accommodation, I was like, oh, because I thought Como, I'd be like, oh, God, this is going to cost us like 250 euro a night. We're going up for one. But when we saw the price of the hotels, I was like, OK, we can do two nights in Lake Como. We can do two nights. We'll be fancy. Piss rain the entire time. But anyway. Yeah, there was gigantic storms. <laughs> <laughs> well, that moves us swiftly into accommodation. So we stayed in an Airbnb in Como, just beside the Santa Maria Cathedral. Yeah. And it was a bit of a scam. We got, and this is a this is a word now that is starting to seep in a little bit into our podcast, which is called it's from our friend Jeremy, which is we got Italy. We got Italy, yes. So basically, they had advertised a beautiful apartment in the Airbnb. And what they seem to do basically is advertise the one apartment and book it out to several different people. So. And then give you a double room. And then give you a double room. Because our friends picked out the exact same accommodation mm-hmm. and decided, you know, we all were like, oh, you know, we just, we, we, the pictures are the same, this beautiful apartment. And we just by chance ended up booking the same thing. So what does happen a lot of the time is that uh, Italy, they will put, so there's never really like a hotel hotel or an Airbnb Airbnb or a B&B B&B. What they do is they get a half kind of, they get a half kind of apartment and they split it out into different rooms and then they get the best looking room and they take pictures of that and then they put it on booking.com and airbnb yeah and bed and breakfast italia they put it on the whole lot so they have like four or five different rooms but it's all under one picture yes so and some sites have all the pictures and some sites don't so it's really effing annoying yes uh, but we did get slightly scammed. And then when we got there, it turned out that that apartment wasn't even in use anyway because something had broken in it. So we were all put into double rooms and then they showed us the apartment and we're like, oh, no, we're so sorry. We can't give it to you because there's an issue with the shower. They have some excuse. That was a, the lock for the door. Oh, the lock for yeah. the door wasn't working. Yeah, yeah. But they explained that to every single person who checked in. And we only knew that because obviously we knew the other couple who were staying there. Yeah. And then a third person came in who was highly annoyed, who was American, and then rang their travel agent and was extremely pissed off because, you know, they were meant to have like a little desk to work at. They wanted to have a kitchen. Well, that apartment was over two floors, had like a little roof terrace. It was a really beautiful apartment. And yeah. then I, I have to say the the double rooms that we got in the end weren't that bad. There was nothing wrong with them. They had for their own the little price, private terrace. Fine, yeah, for the price, it was fine. But it was just, you know, you, you get advertised one thing and you get a different thing. It's quite annoying. <laughs> yes. So that was kind of our second or third. Or like it was our second time in the span of like about three months that we had gotten Italy. So yeah. we'll cover our other Italy moment in a, in a future podcast. But it was just very frustrating. 
Um, but all in all, the accommodation was clean. It was extremely central. So for the place that we got, it wasn't that bad value, even for the double room with the little terrace that we got. It was €265 Euro for two nights, which it wasn't that bad. No. And especially for like Como, you would think it's going to be a lot more expensive. Yeah, and you'd think that it'd be like the price for one night. So yeah. two, 265 for two nights with nice, spacious enough little room. It was fine. Yeah. So not the worst for Lake Como. So food, again, we only stayed for two nights, so we didn't have the most variation in food and we always ate in Como. So these are just kind of our experiences of eating in restaurants in Como. Um, we stopped off when we first got off the boat. So yeah, because when you first arrive in the, the town centre itself, it's about a less than a 10 minute walk from the train station. Uh, we went up to the Ox Pub and Grill, which is kind of like one of those American style you know, touristy Italian restaurants. Yeah. Very basic. They do your pastas. They do your pizzas. They're a little bit of everything. We got some food there. I think we got a pasta each. Yeah, we got up there. There was a full school tour. So we knew that we were in the right place, that it was going to be kind of cheap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, and the food was nice. The staff were good. Yeah, the views were incredible. Like you're obviously, this restaurant was right on the shore. So it was like overlooking all the, the, the lakes and the hill. And it was absolutely breathtaking views and they didn't go mad with the old coperto with the old table charge which no was that was a really good thing as well when you're just off a train you know you want something quick simple you know and it was kind of that that very much the high high out out output yeah then we did have like one kind of fancier meal there um which was the platia restaurante so the platte restaurante that was nice that was fancy but it was it was good good nice food yeah we got a mixture of like pesto pastas yeah um i think you got a little bit of a seafood thing it's like got 4.5 stars on a google review but i have to say we remember meals that we had over almost a year and a half ago now mm. and we have what well, we got it like less than four months ago and we are struggling to remember how good or how bad it was. It was just a very... We were just... For us now, I, find, I sound obnoxious saying it, but because we live in Italy, it was just another restaurant, do you know? It wasn't... Yeah. It was nothing absolutely exceptional. It was nothing like to blow us out of the water. It was just another really good place for, for yeah. seafood, for, you know. But it uh, was like a beautiful table right on the shore. Yeah. It was, it was a beautiful setting. Um, yeah. And I think it'd be a very romantic setting if you're not used to Italy and if you're in Lake Como and all no, that. No, yeah, so. the food is very good. There's nothing wrong with it. You know, it, it was it was very nice. It was just for us, it wasn't memorable. And that's as, you yeah. know, as simple as. Whereas. Whereas. <laughs> As we said, now that we've been living here as well, you know, we like mixing up our cuisines and not always going Italian. So we found this beautiful Lebanese restaurant. Cheap as well. Cheap as hell. It was so good. But the food and the hummus, it was called Middle Middle East. East. And it was just off the kind of main port in Como. It's right beside the bus station. Yeah, right beside the bus station. And it was absolutely... Savage. Savage. We got like a whole mixed grill with hummus there. And everything was like barbecued to all perfection. The bread, all the meats, the big oh. batter hummus, the potatoes, spinach. It was There was more Italians in the Middle East restaurant than there were Which we the found Italian. really funny because it, 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 was, it, was, it seemed to be a Lebanese family that ran it and mm-hmm. it was like really authentic, but it was 
full of Italian. And super clean. One of the cleanest restaurants I think yeah. I've been in in all of Italy. One of the cleanest toilets I've been in in all of Italy. They had like so many, um, especially, I, I don't know why, like it's obviously a very family friendly place as well. Yeah. Um, but they had so much stuff for like babies in the yeah. toilet as well. Like they had spare nappies and like for women, they had like sanitary products. And it was just one of those places that I was like, God, this place is run. It's well. run very well, like to a high degree of OCD, which was just our favorite. Uh, unbelievable, absolutely unbelievable. And they were absolutely delighted with us because we wanted to sit outside, even though it was lashing rain, so we weren't taking up a table inside. Yeah. and so I d- they gave us so much naan bread; it was ridiculous. There was so much food; it was like we could barely walk afterwards. Yeah, it was insane. But yeah, we got two beers uh, or like one beer each and we got this huge plate of food that took us like almost an hour to finish and our total bill came to 34 euro. Yeah. Which you cannot argue with that. No way in hell. So that is definitely if you go to Lake Como and you end up going to Como at some point. Yeah. Just just go there. And I think it's open all day. I don't think they do the split shifts either. So. No, they're just a straight shot throughout the day, which is great as well. Probably why it's so popular. Yeah. Moving on to fun, Jane. So, fun, fun, fun. Um, Will we talk about some things that you can do first? So, one of the only things, again, we had a short span of time and we were with your friends from back home. So, we were obviously chatting a lot of Ramesh. Yeah. Um, But we did get on a boat and we decided to go halfway up the lake. It would have taken way too long to get the full way up the lake. It's actually a lot longer because of the long Y shape of yeah. Lake Como. It takes a lot longer to get places. And I um, think they had, sorry to go across, but I think they had less fast boats than Lake, um, lake Garda does. They did, yeah. yeah. Um, so there was only like two maybe running a day. Oh, and the biggest one was that it was high tourist season when we went. We went yeah. in June. And so the queues for the boat were absolutely insane. So I would recommend if you're planning on getting on one of the public boats throughout the day, um, do go the night before and try and book your ticket or go early in the morning and book your ticket in advance because it was bananas, the queues. I didn't think we were going to get on any boat, but we did miss, that was the whole thing. So we missed the high speed boat. And so we got a slightly slower boat, but it wasn't that bad at all. Um, but the other we, reason we got that boat as well is because we knew there was a bar. Yeah, yeah. well, that was kind of the main reason. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we did ask. Um, the high-speed boats don't generally have bars, whereas the kind of slower ones that pull into other towns. So we said, wouldn't it be really nice to just, why don't we just make that our experience? We can yeah. sit on the boat, we can have a couple of drinks, we can pull into all these different towns and just see what they look like. And it was mighty crap. Oh, it was great fun because the, the villas along the, 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 the shoreline are absolutely breathtaking. And um, with all the mountain range in between, it's it's stunning. And it was really funny because like the main site on the way up is George Clooney's house. And yeah. like, all of the doors were like, <gasps> there it is, there it is. And taking photos of it, which was just kind of a mad thing to see as well. Mm-hmm. But so, it was yeah, stunning. It wasn't like getting that, getting those public boats, I actually think is mighty crack. We were up in the top deck. The four of us were having beers. We were having wine. We were like having the crack. Got a little bit tipsy. It was all good. It was, it was mighty crack. So I would highly recommend if you go to Como and you're on somewhat of a budget or if you just want to do something a bit different, you don't want to go on a privatized tour and you don't want to, you know, be walking around. Just jump on the boat for a while. T- take the time out on the day and just jump on the boat because, like, they even have a little bit of food on it. Food like the pre-made sandwiches and snacks. Yeah, happy days. So we went up to Verena, 
And when we pulled into Verena, it was beautiful. Um, it was quite a small town. There wasn't very, much very going on. About but... the size of Limone in, in yeah. that garden. Yeah, 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 for um, sure. But we went, obviously we hit it right in the middle of the day. And so there was feck all open. Yeah. Nothing was So open. there was like one bar restaurant that we went to. I think that we tried to get food in. Yeah, weren't doing food. Nowhere was doing food yeah. in that whole town. Nowhere was going to be doing food until seven o'clock. And we had to get the ferry back at 6.45. We got some small bites that were just like very basic, but yeah. they were fine with drinks. And then we just got the boat back. And yeah, that was really it. But it was, it was a very cute town. But it, apparently the towns further north in the lake are really, really beautiful as well. But... As we said, without getting the fast boat, it would take you four or five hours mm-hmm. to get all the way up there. And then you have to get four or five hours all the way back. Yeah. And... Now, there is, um, there are different boats that go between um, Verena and the other central towns. So if you do decide to go more central, you can bop from town to town there very easily up until very late at night. But because we were staying down the south, we did our last bus or our last boat back was a ten to seven. So we didn't want to risk it. We were, you know, we just jumped on an early one and because nothing was open. So if you are going to do the whole boat thing, I would recommend getting up, going for a huge Italian style lunch and then just just get on a boat and go on the piss for the day. Yep. And then rock back to Como and have your dinner. Nothing wrong with that. No, nothing wrong with that. (laughs) So the big thing in Lake Como is to go and explore all of the different mansions and castles that are up there. Um, you can go to, uh, it's called Trenazena, Trenazena? Trenazena. Trenazena. Um, so that's got beautiful gardens all around. Uh, I think it's kind of partially a hotel as well, or I think people mm-hmm. can actually book it out as a wedding venue. Uh, I think a few TikTokers or Instagrammers have booked that out as their wedding venue, which to me is just cracked. Um, but there's also the famous Bellagio um, kind of mansion house, hotel kind of style there, which obviously the Bellagio, that's what the one in Las Vegas is named, named after. after yeah. Um, so yeah, that's a big thing in Lake Como to just kind of go around to all these different big mansions and dream of living there at some yeah. point. Um. The other thing that you can do, which we did in Salerno, is you can hire a boat, like a private boat for yourself. So you can get a wee little boating and jet off and you can fit up to six people, six people crowded, Mm. four people ideal, two people even more ideal. Yeah. But you can rent a boat. But the longest stint that you can rent a boat for is about two and a half hours. Yeah, which seemed quite short, but, you know, it's designed to stay around the area you rent the boat from. So you can't really explore the lake. Mm-hmm. with that option but you you know you can pack a picnic and maybe a few glasses of wine and go out and enjoy your mates but it's i don't know the options in lake garda seemed a lot better and obviously yeah. salerno and the Amalfi coast for renting boats seemed a lot better than that and also if you do rent a boat in lake como you're not allowed to go swimming no. or you're not allowed to dock anywhere either so it would just be you getting a boat kind of it's, it's almost like getting a pedal boat yeah know, but, uh, yeah, yeah but, but you're not allowed to get off yeah <laughs> um so yeah that is an option and it was quite reasonable um i think it was 230 euro for well i say quite reasonable it was 230 euro for the three hours when i looked it up so yeah. split four ways it would have been maybe what almost 60 quid a piece yeah um so as a novelty maybe that's something you might be interested in doing in Lake Como but because you don't have the option to swim or to dock or to do anything like that I just thought it wasn't really worth it yeah and that's why we went for the public boats which cost us about tenner <laughs> about 10 euro that was 
that was absolutely brilliant. And there was beer, so, and I didn't have to drive. <laughs> and also in Lake Como as well, because some of the, 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 like, there are more hills surrounding the lake than mountains. So it's not as large as Lake Arda. So if you are the adventurous type and you want to hike, there are some stunning views. You can go up hiking. I think that's what my friend did after we left. They went up to one of the hilltops. I'm not sure if there was a cable car for them, but. Um, there's a little cable car a small in Como one in that Como. brings you up. Um, so yeah, there is a little cable car that brings you up to a teeny weeny little town in Como, and apparently the view is absolutely stunning. It's breathtaking, apparently up there. Yeah. Um, but we were just on a bit of a time crunch, so it was either we get in the boat or we or we were getting on. Yeah, the... I was on my two days off from work, and there was no getting a third. <laughs> <laughs> just a note on transport, and I hopefully will slot this back underneath the transport uh, section of the podcast, but I probably won't because I'll be lazy. Um. Our friends that we met were going to Lake Como for about four days and then decided to go to Lake Garda for a few days afterwards. They did not do any research in how to travel between the two lakes. And although they seem quite close on the map, they're not in terms of public transport. So when we were trying, they were staying in Limone, which is also the far side of Lake Garda, um, so it would have actually taken them about eight hours with public transport to get from one place to the other. So what we recommended was that they were actually able to pick up a car in Lake Como, like a Europe car, and they were able to drive um, just under three hours to get to Limone. Um, So if you do have a driver's license, it's very, very doable. And then once you're around Lake Garda, you can drive all around Lake Garda or you can drive all around Lake Como. Um, so Europe car is all around the lakes, um, but it's and they were able to then drive back to Milan Airport as well and just leave the car there. They didn't have to bring it back to Como or anything like that. Um, but just to bear in mind, do do look up the public transport because it can be a little bit tricky around the lakes. Some places are only ex- like accessible by boat. They're not accessible by buses or anything like that or by train. Yeah. So just make sure that you look that up. So on our value for money section, we'll just do our tot up of the scores. Okay, what do you give transport? Transport, it was very easy and we didn't get delayed. So to get from Farns up to Lake Como, I would give it an 8.5. It was swift, there was no delays. The boats, none of them got delayed, which was incredible. Yeah, transport-wise, it was very easy considering we've had a lot of other places where we've had struggles. So, yeah, I agree. I think I'd have to give it an 8.5 as well. Yeah. I wouldn't give it any higher. I wouldn't give it any lower. No, I'd only take the point, like the 1.5 off because there wasn't a lot of the high-speed boats. Yeah. Um, But obviously the lake is a lot longer. But you can plan that in advance anyway. So that's... Uh, Our accommodation, I would give a 7 Again, it was pretty good value for money, even though we got a bit scammed. But yeah, yeah, seven out of ten. yeah, I give it a seven as well. It wasn't what we it wasn't what we booked, but we still got a a very nice outcome. And as well, it was a very central location in Como, even though it's a small enough town anyway. But we were we were very lucky. We were like right off a of piazza, one of the most yeah. famous churches. So one hundred and thirty quid. You wouldn't think you'd get yeah. a lovely double room in yeah. Como for with a private quid. terrace. You know, it it was really lovely. So seven as well. Uh, The food, I'm going to give it like a 7.5. I know we weren't there the longest to trial all of it, but now that our taste buds are getting more acclimatized. But, you know, 
Yeah, I, I, I'd definitely give it a 7.5 as well. I think the Lebanese restaurant for us was probably the, the thing that brings it up. Yeah. Everything else, there are some beautiful restaurants. I remember looking up at some menus, a little bit more expensive. But I, I have to say, for, for what we got and like what we spent, 7.5 is definitely definitely justified. Yeah. Um, fun. I'm going to give it a bit of a low score here. And that's only because, you know, we just released our Lake Garda episode where there's so much choice. But you think about a lake, you think about, you know, there's there's so many things that you can do in Lake Garda. And Lake Como just doesn't have that. Everything's very privatized. Everything's very civilized. Everything is quite expensive as well. Um, and so... Apart from eating at beautiful restaurants and walking around, you know, beautiful mm. houses that you can never afford, there, there's not really that much to be doing. No. Uh, definitely don't bring kids there. No, like, there's God, nothing no. There's nothing for kids to be doing. There's nothing for teenagers to be doing and only getting into trouble. So I would give it a 6.5. Yeah, I, I think I would give it a 6. I think I would give it a 6 myself. I don't think there's much... Yeah. I wouldn't go back there for fun stuff. Like Lake Garda has so many more options in terms of swimming, water sports, everything else like that. As you said, like it is, it is just to kind of go and look at how the other half live. Yeah. <laughs> and that's great. I and was it's... giving it the extra 0.5 because of Mussolini. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I think for fun, it's a very relaxing time. It's very beautiful. You know, it's very much a kind of a, a wonderland resort in the terms of beauty but beautiful th- honeymoon spot yes exactly if you're just looking to chill then yeah but for fun and activities there isn't as much go to Lake Garda instead go to Lake Garda um, but in saying that the value for money I will the fact that we could say that we spent two days in Lake Como which you would think I'd never be able to afford that I'd never be able to go I'm going to give it an eight, 8 out of 10 because there was really affordable meals yeah. really affordable accommodation um, and the transport was really affordable as well. I think I'd probably give it an eight as well. Just going off expectation versus reality. Um, you know, I expected it to be so expensive. And like Lake Como, I've only ever heard of in the breath of George Clooney and all those celebrities that live there and how much of a tourist trap it is. But it's it was surprisingly not as bad as people make it out to be. Yeah, especially so, just for the value for money. Yes, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't be going back in a rush, but I have to say if anyone was going for a, a honeymoon, as you say, it is a nice place and you can definitely get your value. Go for there money. for two nights and then just go to Lake Garden <laughs> instead. <laughs> Basically, just go to Lake Garden. Yeah, just go. But, you know, we're biased. We love so, Lake Garda. That gives it an over score of 74.5. Oh, that's going to be one of the lowest. It is the lowest. Okay, there you go. Yeah. So, I don't know, maybe we're just getting a bit fussier as our time goes on in Italy. Maybe that's it. I don't think so, though. No. I think we're getting more refined, more <laughs> more, more used to Italian living now. Where we're just like, yeah, it's grand. Also, <laughs> I forgot my hat. I bought a hat I know, specifically yeah. for the trip. She literally I- called it her Como hat, yeah. and she left it in Florence. So, yeah. I think if you had the hat with you, it'd probably be like a 78.5. <laughs> yeah, I was very annoyed about that. <laughs> but, um, Which, going know. out the scoreboards would only bring it up one place. So. Yes. <laughs> So, I don't know, Lake Como, not my favourite. Go to Lake Garden instead, Lake yeah. Garden's class. Um, but, you know, if you want to pop over there for a day or two, if you're going to the F1. There you go. If the miss is annoyed at you after going to the F1. You can say, hey, let's go to Lake Como and stay there. Yeah, that'd be ideal. <laughs> I'll show you where George Clooney lives. <laughs> 
We're Jane and Cormac. Thanks for listening to our bonus episode on Lake Como. Our next episode is the official final episode of series one, and it's all about the island of Ischia. Yes, we're returning to the south. If you liked our podcast, then please subscribe and please give us a five-star review. It's free and it takes just a couple of seconds. You can follow us on socials at Altliving, or you can download our Excel sheet with all of our accommodation, restaurant, transport, experience and budget details for our six-week holiday on altliving.com. See you in Ischia. Bye-bye.